Welcome to Rollfair, a D&D podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, we'll introduce ourselves. I am Devin the Dungeon Master. I'm Ryan playing um, Seth, the... Uh, he's just a tiefling warlock, I guess. I can't think of anything smart to say. <laughs> he's not as horny as he used to be. Yeah. <laughs> slightly, very slightly less horny. I am Brad playing Arden. I'm Kayla playing Kaiji, the Tabaxi Pirate. I am Austin playing Sheru the Tortle. I am Ben playing Reyna the Human Ranger. I'm Sarah. I'm playing Asar the Fire Genasi Sorcerer. Perfect. She's back. I'm back. She's back. Woo. And was never From dead. Like Brad. Yeah, I'm the only one that dies apparently. <laughs> nah. Anyway. We keep, we keep having to use true resurrection on you. <laughs> I'm running off spell slots, man. <laughs> That's a lot of gold. Yeah, that's a lot of gold. <laughs> this economy, come yeah. on. In this economy? <laughs> Stay dead next time. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't blame you. Um, but no, uh, last time, the party has continued their adventures at the Latigo Library, where Kaiji and Seth had a bout of skill, and Seth lost a horn, and it was fantastic. And... Uh, the rest of the party found some items. Give me all the items. Yes. You treasure goblin. You. Um, and we are picking up with uh, Asar going through her search for any additional items that she would like to try and find. Yeah, so Asar is just in her little section of the library and she is looking through a bunch of books, she's doing research, she's trying to find solutions to problems. Um, I'm not sure what she's reading, but I'm sure she's reading it very well. <laughs> uh, and uh, she's she's going to turn around a corner of, of, of the bookshelves and just start poking around in all, all of the, the different areas. This, this place is sort of a, an eclectic mess. There's chests, there's random baubles on the shelves. A lot of things are piking her interest, and so she's just kind of tapping around and, and finding, you know, between the books and the, the items, just sort of taking a breather and just exploring. Okay. Is there anything specifically on her mind? Um, what's specifically on her mind is trying to make sure that she has the tools necessary, either the tools or the knowledge, to ensure that she can succeed. Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation check with advantage. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong thing. Let me do it. Investigations plus five. Ooh, I will use real dice. Well, 14. 14, okay. Um, that's good enough. So, as you are looking for um, things that can help you be successful, um, you come across a shelf towards the back that has various uh, weapons and, and clothing near it as well. Seems like kind of a, a place that, you know, just random stuff has been kind of stacked together, unorganized. Um, and you come across um, two scrolls. 
Go ahead and make a Arcana check for me. Uh, digital dice this time. Let's go. Oh, five. <laughs> With advantage, you you are skilled in arcane stuff. So, eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. You you recognize one of them. The other one you don't. Um, one of these spells is a spell of wrathful smite. And then something draws your attention as you're looking at these and you see this staff you know sitting in in this vase um, and it's pretty dusty in this area but this staff seems to be just purely polished um, it's a it's a wooden wooden staff um, probably like cherry of some sort um, and it, on the top, it has, uh, like a golden orb. Um, it doesn't seem overly fancy, but it is very clearly, um, warding off what would be other mundane items as far as, like, the dust collecting. Well, well, well. And she reaches over and she, she plucks it from the vase. I didn't know the Litigos were wizards. And like, I, I tap the uh, the golden dome up on top. Pew! Tink, tink, tink. And I'll t- t- twirl it like one of those like color guard flags, you know. <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> ah. Whoa, oh my gosh, performance is plus 10. I can't lose. That one. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? No. Uh, it's 26. Oh, I thought that was a five. Nope, it's 16. It's 16. Oh, okay. 16 That's plus less, 10, That's baby. less funny, but still. So you, you grab it and you like twirl it in the air, um, remembering back to your, you know, color guard days. <laughs> Wasn't good enough for a marching band, but by God, I got there. <laughs> and uh, you catch it perfectly. This is neat. <laughs> uh, uh, so I was just going to use it like a cane and just continue wandering around. Okay. Sounds good. Um, those of you... Well, we're going to jump to Kaiji and Seth. You have just stabilized him, had a short rest. What are you guys doing now? I remember last time we, we woke up and we were heading back to the main room to meet up with everybody, right? Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. You guys are sitting there. Sitting at the table. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone else has come over to the table. Is Barry at the table? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Barry didn't sure. follow anyone. <laughs> so is he just like... They're munching on whatever appears at the table. <laughs> yep. Every now and again, like, he gets a glass of wine, piece of bread, a hunk of flesh, <laughs> a glass of blood. <laughs> hold up, hold up. This is escalating quickly. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I see uh, you've made yourself at home. Yep. In the dome. 
guess you could say that. Um, you fey people don't have any fancy healing magic for someone like Seth, would you? Motioning to... I'm, I'm fine. I mean, I've got a bag full of healing potions if I really need it. I'm good. Specifically motioning to the side of his head. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. No. Alright, well, shoot. I'll just live with it. As a, you are talking with him, he like gets entranced by by you, Kaiji, for a minute, and he just kind of rocks back and forth, looking at your your garb, and uh, he then sees your your mantle. He says. He's blowing in, in what seems to be the wind. He says, Mantle of leaves shifts in the breeze. Whispers a song of nature prolonged. To the where it grants the fairy dance. To shoot from the bow, bringing enemies low. Striking the hour when the land doth cower. You must grasp and pierce the enemy fierce. Only then will the wild be still and mild. And then he like snaps out of it and like looks over at Seth and like starts rubbing his horns. <laughs> I'm not gonna let him do that. <laughs> okay. What are you gonna do about it? I'm <laughs> shoving him away. He takes the shove and like falls on the floor. Oh yeah, he doesn't fall on the floor. <laughs> he like dodges out of the way and spins and tries to keep rubbing your horns. It's five gold. <laughs> you pouring yourself out? <laughs> uh, make a perception check. <laughs> Ooh, I get advantage. It's sight, right? For this one? Mm-hmm. Will this be sight? He's pouring himself out. Twelve. Okay. He uh, brandishes five gold. Just hold out my hand. Tink! Is it real? Uh-huh. Okay. Don't add five gold to your inventory, though. <laughs> what could five gold hurt at this point, though? I mean, That's right. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Your passive is a 19. Five gold really helps. I'm broke. My passive is a 19. Yeah, you saw that he uh, <laughs> pilfered gold out of his pouch yeah. and handed it back to him. <laughs> nice. Nice. I will uh, let that go by the wayside. All right, you can fill my horns. So he just rubs them for a minute. Feels like the one that snapped off and like kind of the squishy part in there. Gross. And then he happily goes on his way. Do you... Did you understand the word that he said? Something about this... Honestly, I, I tuned him out after the blowing leaves part. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. It just... I don't know, he made it sound like these things are gonna make me dance like a fairy. <laughs> Maybe you should have the, uh, the head cases look at it, see just how... Useful Maybe. those might be. Maybe. Said 
They can take a look at this armor, too. Yeah. It made it sound like it's this thing that would make my bow act funny, like it did. Like it's... what happened to your bow? Well, when we were fighting before, I tried to shoot, and the arrow vanished and went through one person and hit another. And then I shot another time, and it, it, uh, it did the did the rainer thing with the with the weeds everywhere. Oh right, so maybe that's uh, feathers of archery, something or another. I don't know what they call those magic items. Maybe I don't know. It seems to have attached itself to to my puritek, my my necklace. So I guess I can't get it off either way now. <laughs> Wait, is it really stuck on? Mm-hmm. For Saru, now you. Are you saying it's a cursed item? Is it talking to you? <laughs> hold on, hold do, on, hold do on! You, do you see anything staring at you? I'm like closing my eyes and listening very Says the one carefully. With the mirror stuck to his hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make a religion check. Make a religion check. I don't think I've heard you say those words to me yet. <laughs> um, I think I just auto failed. It's a very common checks. thing for a pirate to, you know, be religious. I know. Sea gods. Superstitious, but not religious. Um, nine. You hear nothing. Nope, no head cases. What about, um, I've got a potion of clairvoyance, if you want to try that. <laughs> So I put the voices in my head? No, thank you. <laughs> they can keep their own voices in their own heads. I don't need any of that wacky Sharu magic. I don't know. I figured this is probably better in your hands than anyone else's. Maybe Rainer would be really good with this, too. You'd probably have a better idea on what to do with it. I don't... A potion of clairvoyance, like, gives you access to another location? Yeah, it's basically sight on another location, I believe, sight and or hearing. Yeah, it's, uh, I had to look at the clairvoyance spell because I couldn't remember what that does. I mean, maybe Rainer, you you and I can just sneak into wherever we need to be, right? That's true. (laughs) Not that being invisible did us much good. Uh, we need to come up with a good story before everybody gets back. <sighs> you can, uh, we, we already done that, so we're not going to spoil it for the group. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm like, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> okay. So once, once, once we reunite, we've got a story to tell. Sounds good. So those of you searching the library, I imagine at some point you... Grow famished. Yes. Much famished. <laughs> so much famished. Many hungers. <laughs> and make your way back to this room. Is that correct? Am I assuming correctly? I don't want to put words in your character's mouths. I'm following Rainer. And being sad because true sad. Okay. And determined. And angry. Do you follow, Shrew? Are you ready to grab life by the balls? <laughs> or by the horns? Horn. Horn. I, do, I do want to. 
There's one last thing I want to look for, and I want to look for a way to summon uh, specific demons or devils. Specific demons? Demons or devils. So, like, I want to try and... If there's a way to summon Iblissi, I want to know if there's a way to do that. Hmm. Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Investigation will be a 15. Okay. You don't feel any draw towards anything in, in the library. But as you're looking, you feel like there could be something that may be useful something drawing you that might be useful to helping you find what you seek and you seem to find this small musical chime okay um, after finding it I'll go with um, uh, Rainer and Arden as you grab it Something else slides off the shelf, and you hear the clink of metal. Go ahead and make another investigation check for me. Uh, 18. As you listen for the where you feel like it, it lands, you check under the, the bottom shelf where it naturally just goes, as all things do, and you find a small ring. its description real quick. Bear with me. Fire. All right. And the ring itself looks to be made of gold um, and you know, has almost a Th there's a stone on it that looks polished as if like a mirror. Hmm. Wonder if there's another genie in this one. <laughs> that is what you find. Okay, and then I will go with. Uh, my brain's not working tonight. Uh, Arden and uh, Rainer. Okay. I'm assuming you head that way as well. Um. Yes, after trying to find more, like she just has handfuls of, of books, mm -hmm. histories of, of the Latigo family, uh, the interactions with the Chamuska family, mm -hmm. just just a whole bunch of, of reading material to the point where like between between the staff, the scrolls, the books, and just overburdened with, with carrying things. And I, I walk into the common area and as I turn the corner and I see the rest of the party standing there, I see Seth and just drop everything. <gasps> what happened? And with that, we're going to end the session there. <laughs> Pick up with the story next time. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. Thanks for listening. Tis but a scratch. Tis but a scratch. Welcome to Rollflare, a D&D podcast. I am not your normal DM, nor is this the next episode. I'm here to tell you that we're just happy you're here and listening to us. We love you. Continue to listen to us, please. And also, 
check out our stuff on the internets. We have a website and a Facebook and stuff like that. Thank you. <laughs>